It's not who the outstanding player nominees are or is for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. It's it who it isn't. CGOB's Kelly Moore joins us in studio and our Doug Brown, color commentator on Winnipeg Blue Bomber broadcasts here on 680 CGOB on the phone. Gentlemen, the, the story here is, uh, Doug, let me start off with you. It's The story is who isn't nominated, and that's Andrew Harris. Yeah, you know, this is a lot. I think the best uh, analogy I can make, it's a lot like that uh, Colorado low that came in. Everyone heard about it. Everyone knew it was coming. But when it arrived, you were still kind of surprised and shocked by the magnitude and, and, and the fact that it delivered as promised. So um, it's not a surprise to anyone that uh, this was the result. But, you know, until it actually happens, that's rumor, that's innuendo, it's speculation. And uh, today, obviously, it was made it was uh, um, made clear that, uh, you know, the, the voting and uh the major outstanding award nominees going forward would not include Andrew Harris. So it's just, uh, it's just surprising, even though, like you said, uh, we all uh, had an expectation this was coming. Kelly, how does the system work? Okay, well, I have to say, you know, it was flip a coin between right. Willie Jefferson and Andrew Harris for most outstanding player. Would right. you agree with that, Doug? Oh, without question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Willie Jefferson, uh, the way he was able to take over games was uh, at, at times there were games where his, his effect was felt uh, to a larger degree than what Andrew Harris was contributing, and that's saying something. Right. So, uh, you know, that that you know that's a, a point of debate, uh, and certainly both players were uh, uh, more than deserving of that nomination. But uh, the, the one that is a bit surprising is the most outstanding Canadian. Yes, Andrew Harris was suspended for two games, the Labor Day Classic and the Banjo Bowl, uh, for a positive test. He served his sentence. He paid his sentence. He was not paid for those two games. And in my opinion, probably played better after that than he did before. Uh, so for Andrew to be left off the ballot for most outstanding Canadian nominee for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. I mean, I expected across the country there'd be some pushback mm-hmm. on what happened, but I wasn't expecting it here in the market. I might be just naive, but basically there are five voters. I I do know that Bob Irving from 680 CJOB and Mike O'Shea from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers uh, have two of those five votes, and I know for fact they both voted for Andrew Harris. So the other three voters would have had to vote for Mike Miller. And and so there's five votes that are eligible in each of the categories. Doug, you used to have one of those votes. Yeah, yeah, for some uh, for some reason this year they, they cut it down. To, I guess the explanation I was told is they were having a hard time getting enough numbers in Toronto. So they, uh, yeah, <laughs> since 2012, I've been uh, <laughs> a voting member or been able to put in my, my two cents, but uh, they snipped one from, from everybody just because I guess in Toronto they we're having a hard time finding enough knowledgeable people about the Argonauts, possibly. Couldn't find six six media people in Toronto who cared enough about the Argonauts to pay attention. <laughs> or who could make an informed choice and decision, I suppose. Yeah, Good Lord, could they not have just had each member of the TSN panel? Yeah. Well, I, no, yeah, I, no, I really no, those guys, a lot of those guys will get votes nationally. when the For vote, sure, when, yeah. When, but when I'm just get saying they're based in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that, that's not here uh, nor there. But all right, and that's so, how the system works, Jim. All right. So, okay. We, we all do, and Mike Miller is now second all time in CFL special teams tackles. He's been a useful contributor on offense this year. But, but given some of the other quality Canadians on the team, is it a little surprising that he would have received 
three of the five votes as opposed to some of the other potentially worthy Canadian candidates? <laughs> well, are you not, suggesting there is a conspiracy? Just, uh, well, I'm just I'm just saying that illusion? it would be, uh, that, that it's unusual. It would be unusual if you if if the all of the voters, if three of the voters decided it, for whatever you know, in conscience, I can't vote for Andrew. I'm going to pick. Couture, Dembski, Walatarski. Uh, you know, there you've got a number of uh, options there, yeah. And and for three of them to be unanimous on on a special teams player seems curious. Yeah. Well, all, all, those three voters are the only ones who can answer that question. Um, but yeah, I, I would say of the three names you just trotted out there, Miller, Walatarski, and Dembski. If you were opposed to voting for Andrew. I would say it would be as much of a flip a coin amongst those three guys, Doug, as it was probably in deciding between Willie Jefferson and Andrew Harris for most outstanding player. Yeah, if if Andrew Harris was going to be in the equation, I probably would have gone Dembski. Probably would have been uh, just how dynamic he is. You know, he had at times he was quite an explosive player and a great contributor. He's very versatile. He does a lot of things for this offense. But at the same time, I don't take anything away from Mike Miller, what he accomplished. Whenever you have... uh, you know, a historic feat that comes on your resume and things you've accomplished during the, the season and you set a record, you know, that's, uh, that's monumental. So, well, and he, uh, and an he is, and he is the, he is the, sorry, Doug, he is the team's nominee as outstanding special teams player. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. And rightly yeah. so. And rightly so. Although Kerfala right. Exume certainly, yeah. uh, uh, you know, would have, uh, would have deserved some of that recognition for how well he has played as yeah. well. But, you know, just to get back to Mike Miller for a second, uh, and uh, the Bombers have put out a news release, and there was a statement from Mike Miller. I don't have it in front of me, but I do know that in part of it he said, I will accept the Canadian nomination on Andrew's behalf, but do so reluctantly and while completely disagreeing with his omission. So, uh, yeah, Mike's kind of accepting this nomination, dug through gritted teeth. Yeah, it sounds uh, like a very much prepared statement uh, there. And, uh, you know, this is like climate change. Everybody heard about it and, and you know, you're told it's real, uh, but until it happens and things start melting and we become water worlds, you're just, you're still in surprise. You know, <sighs> it's, uh, Kelly, we did get a text, uh, somebody asking us who the other three voters are. Yeah, well, you know what? If they want to identify themselves, they can identify themselves, or the Winnipeg Blue Bomber Football Club can identify themselves. I will tell you this. Bob Irving from 680 CJOB mm-hmm. voted for Andrew Harris. That is our business, and, and that's how we'll report on this. Doug, if, if you'd had a vote, how would it have gone? That's a very good question. Um, I, I certainly would. I, I knew I wasn't going to have a vote um, uh, a couple of weeks ago, so uh, I, I didn't spend uh, a lot of time doing it. Honestly, I probably would have reached out to Andrew because uh, I, I had some questions. I wanted some more transparency. I wanted follow-up on, on what that situation was. So obviously I had a, a background of having trained with uh, Andrew Harris at Elite Performance Centers for many, many years, and I had an understanding that, you know, obviously that was nothing he ever dabbled in before or nothing I even suspected. So I had that uh, background to lean on, but I, I still would have definitely, uh, had I known I was getting a vote, I would have uh, sought to acquire more information just on, um, you know, what his follow-up was, uh, what kind of disclosure he could have given me in terms of what he actually did take, what the ingredients were in there, so on and so forth. So um, I honestly can't give you an answer right now, just based on the fact that I knew I wasn't getting a vote. So I, I didn't do my homework on, uh, investigating him and, and following it up because I certainly had some questions, but I certainly had some uh, some bias in the sense that 
my experiences with him, this was certainly out of character. But if you had voted, Doug, and, and however way you had it voted, you would have done that in singular fashion without uh, okay. uh, without testing the waters or whatever. Yeah, for the most part, um, I, I tend to make up my own mind. <laughs> no, and, uh, that, that that would have been uh, that would have been something I, I, I certainly uh, uh, would have stuck to for sure. Yeah, and 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 just to the texter's inquiry, Jeff, uh, you know, we are allowed to vote however we feel comfortable with. Right. So you know, all we're doing is presenting the facts here. I'm not right. saying people are bad, people are good, or, or anything like that. But I, I do think, I will say this, it's my opinion, if I'd have had a vote, even with what Andrew Harris went through, I would have voted for Andrew Harris. I, I, I probably would have uh, voted for Willie Jefferson as the outstanding player, but I don't see how you could have possibly overlooked Andrew for the I, most I, outstanding I Canadian. Yes. I have a question for you guys. Do you think the CFL should have made this determination just in the sense in their literature, should they have uh, a decision made where if you test positive for a drug, should they have made a ruling on whether you're instantly disqualified Mm. or allowed to be, it just seems like there's no statement on the participation of, you know, it's their drug policy. It's their parameters. It's their standards. And yet it seems like it's out of their hands in terms of uh, letting other people decide uh, what happens to these athletes or not. And I think they should have a say. It should be their rule whether you, uh, you know, they should have a statement that says, yeah, you're well, fully eligible or or no, you're excluded. Well, that would have to be a dual decision, though, Doug. I don't know that the league could do that on its own. I think it would have to do that in concert with the CFLPA. And you know what? I yeah. think that would yeah. be that would be a great uh, uh, entry to put into the next collective bargaining agreement for sure. I, I think that's a wonderful idea. Yeah, it's a good conversation to have. It's a it's, it's sure, a worthy sure it it's a worthy yeah. discussion yeah. to have for sure. Then it takes the pressure off of the voters, and it also takes the expectation off the player. If you've tested positive, well, then you, you know are no longer into. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, or yes, this player is is still to be considered. Or yeah, either yeah. yay or nay. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, but an official yeah. an official reaction from the league and the players' association uh, jointly. Getting plenty of hits on our webpage already here in globalnews.ca, and we know that th- th- Doug, despite all of the wonderful performances around the Canadian Football League this year, that in CFL circles. This is going to be the topic of conversation today that Andrew Harris didn't even come out of his own city. Yeah, I mean, it kind of went away. It uh, Obviously, initially, when this was reported, it was a very big deal. And then, you know, there was other things going on with the football club, namely some uh, quarterback situations that, that grabbed a lot more headlines. And uh, the Andrew Harris situation was kind of in the background for a while. But it's certainly back at the forefront today with uh, just the solidification of you know, uh, expectations that he would be left off, and he indeed was. So um, very, very much uh, a hot topic yet again for, for a problem that he just wanted to go away. Doug Brown, thanks very much for this and giving you, sharing your thoughts. I know that this is, this is something that's going to be discussed. I know it'll be, it's going to be kicked around CFL circles, and oh, you'll have it on the Bomber podcast this week. Yeah, yeah we're, we're never short of uh, topics when it comes to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the Canadian Football League. So they always keep feeding us. Keep feeding us, and we keep eating it. <laughs> Doug, thanks so much again for your time. Thanks, guys. All right. Uh, Doug Brown, Hall of Famer, Canadian Football Hall of Famer, uh, Bomber Hall of Famer, and color commentator on Bomber Broadcast. The Bombers, of course, have the bye this week. But, uh, uh, yeah, Kelly, this is going to sting. It, it, it will. 
Uh, I don't know uh, if Andrew Harris is going to speak about this today. Uh, the Bombers are in a bye week, so there, right. in effect, is no media availability. But usually in situations like this, uh, players are made available. As far as I understand, there's going to be uh, something uh, uh, at the stadium at 1230. I, I would suspect yeah. Willie Jefferson. Yeah, the nominees be, are usually available, right? Yeah, well, right. not all of them, but, you know, certainly yeah. the guys in the in, in the marquee uh, categories. And, and just if you haven't heard it yet, uh, we'll just run down very quickly. Willie Jefferson for most outstanding player and outstanding defensive player. Mike Miller for most outstanding Canadian and team uh, special teams player of the year. Stanley Bryant, who's won back-to-back Offensive Lineman of the Year honors, uh, has been nominated for a third time and his fourth as a Winnipeg Blue Bomber, and then Kenny Lawler for Rookie of the Year. All right. Those are the uh, Winnipeg Blue Bomber nominees. Yeah. And if you want to read all about it, as Jeff just mentioned, you can do so at uh, cjob.com or globalnews.ca. Kelly Moore, thanks very much for this. All right, Jeff. Bob Irving is the voice of the Bombers, and he joins us on the phone now. Good afternoon, Bob. Hello, Al. How are you? I'm excellent. Well, what do you? Well, I'm I am excellent today, but I'm upset about Andrew Harris. This situation for people just tuning in. Explain what's going on, and then I want to get your reaction here. Well, the uh, nine teams in the CFL nominate players uh, for each of the outstanding player categories in the CFL, and the nominees from each team were announced today. In the six categories, most outstanding player, best defensive player, top Canadian, special teams player, rookie of the year, and best offensive lineman. And the Bomber nominees were Willie Jefferson as most outstanding player and best defensive player, Mike Miller as top Canadian and top special teams player, Kenny Lawler as top rookie, and Stanley Bryant as best offensive lineman. And the voting, Hal, is done by four members of the reporters, football reporters of Canada, four media members, and coach Mike O'Shea. So there's five votes, and the head coach gets a vote, and we vote on each of the categories. Right. Here in Winnipeg, five votes. You and Coach O'Shea both said on the coaches show the other night that you were going to vote for Andrew Harris. So that means the other three votes, all newspaper writers, correct? Uh, No, two of them are, are newspaper writers. Ted Wyman of the Winnipeg Sun wrote a column today in the yep. sun explaining why he uh, he did not vote for andrew harris so there's uh, the two newspaper reporters and uh all oh, right uh, yeah tsn's got it tsn's got to yeah. vote too so but yeah. what this means though and this is why some people are holding their nose a bit over this that would mean the other three votes aside from you and coach o'shea would have had to vote uh for the nominee who is uh, a special teamer, um, uh, uh, gosh, help me with the name, uh, My- Mike, Miller. Miller. Mike Miller. Mike Miller, yeah. sorry, it slipped my mind there. And uh, and that's why some people are saying, well, what's up here? Because the other three votes would have had to vote for Miller, right? Well, okay, let me say this. I don't know, the league counts the votes. And so if uh, Mike O'Shea and I voted for Andrew Harris, uh, if the other three voters had each voted for a different Canadian, then uh, the way the votes are counted, to my understanding, is Harris would have gotten a nomination as top Canadian because he'd have received two votes and the others would have received one. Say it's Nick Dembski, uh, Mike Miller, and Jake Thomas for sake of argument. Uh, My belief is that the other three votes went to Mike Miller uh, unless, you know, there was two voted for Miller and then, like, we always have to list a second 
candidate in the voting. So who's your first choice? Who's your second choice? So I'm right. not sure how deep into counting the ballots they went. So, you know, I don't want to assume that sure. at all because, uh, you know, I want to keep this as yeah. accurate as we can, yeah, as yeah, we can sure. make it. And look, and Mike Miller, is, uh, he's had an excellent year. Um, you know, he's been named the team's special teams player of the year. Yep. So it's not a stretch to suggest that, you know, he could also be considered, uh, you know, the top Canadian on the team for those who decided they weren't going to vote for Andrew Harris. I mean, there's no question that Andrew Harris is the best Canadian player on this team. And I think the most outstanding player. The question then becomes, will you vote for him? And uh, three of the voters of the five decided they weren't going to vote for Andrew Harris. Yeah. And, you know, Ted Wyman is a part of the bro- uh, Bomber broadcast from the Winnipeg Sun a lot, and, and he did write a column, and and he basically said, listen, the guy tested positive. That's the bottom line yeah. here for him, and that's why he could not vote for Harris. Let me ask you this, Bob. Why did you vote for Harris? Why did vo- why did Andrew Harris get your vote? Explain. Well, my position is very simple, Hal. And look, we're all entitled to our opinion on this. Uh Andrew Harris has had a phenomenal career. He's never had any sort of an issue with the law or with testing positive or drugs. He's a model in the community. Um, you know, he's uh, he's a terrific team player. The players on the club all have enormous respect for him. And my feeling simply is that, and I also believe in something called reasonable doubt. Right. And when the suspension was announced for Andrew Harris, and he said he felt it was a tainted substance supplement that had caused the positive drug test. As I recall, most of us in the media, including the ones who vote on the awards, uh, more or less thought, "Yeah, that's believable." You know, we can, you know, we can cut the guy some slack because we know what a, you know, what a hard worker he is and how he trains his head off and all the rest of it. So I just decided in my mind, Andrew Harris was suspended for two games. He lost two game checks. Yeah. Uh, He suffered a hit to his reputation. His reputation has been tainted by the very fact that he tested positive. I just didn't feel he deserved to be punished and punished any further. That's simply the way I looked at it. You know, he did the crime and he did the time. And so now I'm going to look at his body of work this season. I don't believe, and I said from the outset that I believe his explanation. So if I believe his explanation, Mm then I'm hardly, I'm hardly not going to vote for him, right? Yeah. I mean, if I believe his explanation, I believe what he's accomplished, he accomplished without the use of performance-enhancing substances. So I voted for him. Simple as that. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not complicated the way I viewed it. Obviously, others viewed it differently. Sure. And that's, and that's fine. And, then, and, yeah. and those voters are allowed to look at it however they want. I'll just put this out here as something I thought about after this all went down here at around 11 o'clock this morning. He did. He was suspended for two games. So I say that was the penalty. He paid it. You can argue whether or not he deserved it or not, or whether you believe him or not. I do. I choose to believe him, as you do, Bob. But you could say, hey, he lost two games. So take those two games out of the mix. That's the penalty. He paid it. And he still deserves to be our most outstanding Canadian nominee, doesn't he? Well, that's the way I look at it. You know, very simply, that's that's my view. He's He's paid a price. He's paid, a, and I think a heavy price too. Yep. Uh, and now, and now he's paying even more of a heavy price. And again, those who don't necessarily believe him, uh, I guess, are are getting you know their pound of flesh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I just don't think. And, and here's the thing. I, I guess how those of us in Winnipeg, and certainly 
I've gotten to know Andrew Harris a little better. I, you know, I watched him all those years out in Vancouver. I know he's a Winnipeg kid and all the rest of it. But after spending the last three years kind of around him, being at practice every day, interviewing him, and chatting with him occasionally, uh, I've really come to admire and respect him. Uh, and so I'm influenced by that. And, and I admit it, I'm influenced by that. And so, again, I, I just said to myself, hey, this guy's already had his name dragged through the dirt. And yes, he's responsible for making sure what he puts in his body is clean. I get that. I won't argue that for a minute. But in my view, uh, he's paid his price and he's had a f- fantastic season. And I'm going to vote for him. <laughs> you know yeah. it's, it's it's pretty cut and dried in my view. And by the way, uh, Miller has uh, issued a prepared statement. He says, I will accept the Canadian nomination on Andrew's behalf, but I do so reluctantly and while completely disagreeing with his omission. So even Mike Miller, yeah. uh, you know, says it should be Andrew Harris. Well, and you'd expect Harris's teammates to support him here. Right. And I know they do, Hal. I, you know, the day he announced his that he was being suspended and had tested positive, there were many Blue Bomber players who came into the room, the press conference room where he made the announcement to show their support. As I Mm. say, he's a highly respected and admired teammate. And again, that's what you'd expect teammates to do. So uh, it doesn't surprise me that, uh, and look, I knew that if Harris didn't get the nomination as top Canadian, whatever Bomber did was going to kind of roll his eyes and and say you guys got to be kidding. You mean mm-hmm. you, you didn't you didn't vote for Andrew Harris? He's our best Canadian far and away. And never mind yeah. what happened back in July. He's already he's already been penalized for that. What are mm-hmm. you penalizing him again for? So yeah. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at Mike Miller's reaction. And Mike's a, he's a real stand up guy too. Mm-hmm. And he's had a terrific year. So yeah. Well, I'm surprised. I'm 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 sad about it. I'm surprised, but uh, I think uh, I think overwhelmingly Bomber fans uh, will be upset about this. But I guess we'll see. Before I let you go, Bob, when will we get yeah. the official confirmation from Coach O'Shea that Zach Claris will be the starting quarterback? When will we hear that? Well, let's see. They play on November the tenth, so I would guess <laughs> probably November the ninth. Hell, how's that? <laughs> and do you have any predictions, Bob? Where's this game going to be? What do you think? I think it's going to be in Calgary. I think the Stampeders will beat BC on Saturday night. And that will, uh, and I also think Saskatchewan will beat Edmonton. And that will mean the Bombers are playing the November 10th West semifinal in Calgary. That's what I believe will happen. And I think will happen, but I'm going to watch on Saturday just to be sure. Yeah, we're all going to watch. And you know what, Bob, I said, I'm out of time, but I got to say this. I said to somebody in the newsroom the other day, I said, you know, all those years when things were going well, we thought this is the year and it didn't happen. Wouldn't it be crazy if everything that's gone wrong up until now, this is the year the drought ends, Bob. Well, those three teams, Hal, Calgary, Saskatchewan, and Winnipeg, are so evenly matched that anything could happen.